0: The following is a Mat Attack production for SJP World Media. Uh, end of match day 1 guys um this is the volley um reviewing the first week of Premier League season 2324 that's already weird to say out loud um so yeah um normally I'd be joined by Dan O'Connor um to talk you through quickly um the um the weekend's football action um, we have, however, had a few issues this weekend, um, various members of the team have been not well, um, at one point or other, unfortunately, even, um, I've had, I've had a stinking cold, Dan's got a bit of a fever, Connor had a bit of a fever on Sunday, um, but, um, we're still going to put the content out, because we are, we love you guys so much, and I know you guys support the volley, and I think SCP World Media, um, I would like to, um, just clarify one little thing before we start. Um, when the volley used to be a thing back in the old days, we set out with vision of it being a short format, and it quite quickly spiraled into this behemoth of a show, which people sometimes would fall asleep because it was so long. For to remove that issue, we have brought in the five-minute rule. A maximum of five minutes we can talk about each game. We can do less, but we cannot do more. So, with that being said, <clears throat> let's get through the Premier League fixtures this weekend. And, of course, we start with, well, the opening game of the entire season, which is a game we actually covered on volley. Um... We covered um, Burnley versus Manchester City. Burnley nil, Man City three. Of course, um, uh, it started quite quickly. Um, Harland um, getting on the end of uh, Rodri's back header and slotting it back into the back post quite calmly and quite precisely. Burnley, it was it was shocker to them a little bit too fair, but, but Burnley didn't give up themselves. They came out they came back at Man City quite quickly um I kept um testing Edison several times during this game um Harlan did get his second towards half time he did um it was a bit of a wonder goal as well to be, be brutally honest um you know foden was obviously involved and then Harlan got st- got set up by um by his by his teammate and it was just funded in the back of it. There's nothing any goalkeeper could have done about that, let alone um let alone a former goalkeeper from Man City himself. So Burnley you know, they went down three nil in the end. Um and it it Burnley would not have been too disheartened by this. They were playing Manchester City who last year brushed aside all the competition in every single Competition they were in apart from the League Cup, they would have they could quite live won the quad last year. Burnley will not be at all upset about being taken to about being you know brushed aside almost by Manchester City. Um, they certainly gave City plenty to think about still. Um, so whilst they did win three nil, um, and it was fairly straightforward for them. If there will be much tougher games for Man City, there would also be a lot easier games, should we say, for Burnley. Burnley, I still think will still, will still finish top half, but um, so I'm not too disappointed about that. Of course, let's not forget, of course, Burnley with ten men uh, with a particularly nice tackle on uh, Kyle Walker towards the end, and VR was right to rule it out, rule out the yellow card and award the red. Um, I say normally I'd have other insight from. From Connor and from Dan, but uh, so you've got my opinion here. So uh, you're going to have to, if someone. Someone wants to go and join us next next week. You're more than welcome to. And so we come to the to the Saturday lunchtime game. Uh, Arsenal versus Nottingham Forest. Um, Arsenal um, without Jesus. Um, they did come out all guns blazing, though. Um, so much so that. Um, they let themselves free at the back and Johnson really should have buried the first chance but they had but he just played that with a bye and he, he wouldn't get a better chance in this game. Um, Martinelli looked lively on the wings um, and Eddie Nincetia, um took his goal very very well uh, after linking with Martinelli but um, wingers particularly did a lot of good work here. Um, um, Bakari Saka with one of the and make one of his typical postage stamp goals, which from the left side, uh, it was. He was. He is just a phenomenal player, and he 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 should be in the conversation for Arsenal captain before too long because he just leads by example. um, Ramsdale, um is um, part of my fantasy team, um, and I was, I was hoping he'd hold he'd hold for a clean sheet, but he was unable to hold on to it. But to be fair, the the break we we had from um, from Forest Elanga, um, I watched his legs whirring down that wing, and it looked like he was on he was on fast forward almost. Almost like Graham from uh, from Good Cop Bad Cop was was listening was watching it at times too. That's how it felt. He was just so explosive down that wing. It was little wonder that they would be squared for the goal to go in. Um, I have nothing but um the utmost respect for um Anthony Langer. He certainly is a player which Arsenal um should maybe have marked better in the game, but I wonder if maybe not are gonna miss him um a bit when it comes down to the end of the season for goals, etc. Um, one can only assume on that side of things. And so we move to the, uh, the three o'clock playoffs. We'll start with um, Sheffield United at Crystal Palace. It, Fodringham is a goalkeeper I don't know a great deal about, I've got to admit. Um, but he had a man-of-a-match style performance. Even though he let a goal in at the end, because obviously uh, Crystal Palace did win 1-0. Fodringham kept it the score really, really low. He had some great saves throughout. There are a couple of occasions which United will probably feel hard done by in this game, but you know, Crystal Palace almost looked like a um, a team rejuvenated under Roy Hodgson. There was a certain amount of of um, of issues in this game, though. I had a big problem with uh, one of the uh, Sheffield United players squaring up to Roy Hodgson, who is an absolute gentleman. And uh, people really should maybe back off an amazing man like he is. Um, I just have a lot of time for him. I have a lot, a lot of time for him. Um, I think the goal that um, that Pao did score, Jordan Aiyu, um, he, he is a great cross, and the, the, but the defending was absolutely shocking. He been past five, six players this cross. And no one got anywhere near it, even though they were all in the way of it. It was just statues, but that's the only time they were able to uh, to beat Fodringham. Uh, one could argue he was let down by his uh, def- by his defence, but yeah. Um, at the other end, it was very very quiet for as far as um, as Palace were concerned. Palace will have way tougher games for sure. Another permit but again another promoted sides. Going down on opening day, but at the same time, they'll probably have better luck on other days. Staying in the three o'clock kickoffs, um, we go across the south coast with Bournemouth. Uh, Bournemouth versus West Ham, the reigning uh, Europa Conference League winners. Um, P- West Ham probably deserve to be ahead pretty early on. But um the uh, one of the strikes came back off the post and bounced into the goalkeeper's arms. Very fortunate Bournemouth were not gonna be behind straight away. Um Joe Bowen um did score an absolutely beautiful goal, which a lot of people will be um wondering where the are gonna come from now that Declan Rice has gone, of course. Well obviously they have just finished signing James Wall prowse which is a great get. Um and he will be lead by example. He's missed a consistency when it comes to appearances. I think he played every minute a last season. Season before he maybe missed he missed two games, if that. So he, he's a man who West Ham can count on to get the job done. Um I say Joe Bones was great. Um Dominic Solanke popped up at the other end and scored for West, scored an equalizer, which is something Liverpool fans we would have been saying, well, he never did it for us. <laughs> so, about time he did for you guys, Bournemouth. Um, i say Bournemouth, um, they still much a much better side than they did um, towards the start of last season. But one could argue that's not really a great shocker. Um, I'm very pleased with both teams working against this game. I mean, one with probably just about fair, but it was um, it was a bit back and forth in places. But, yeah, Joe Bowen's goal was better. But both sides, fair equal. Now, I'm not saying that I'm biased. But Everton versus Fulham. Um, Fulham, who i am not got a lot of time for, I'll be brutally honest. Uh, do not like Fulham, but that's just my personal opinion. Um, Everton, as well, not one of my best, one of my favourite teams being a Liverpool fan. Everton let so many chances go. Um didn't matter if it was Mopé, if it was Decoré. Decoré was through on goal, could have squared it and didn't. Uh, if he had done, it would have been back of the net, without question or shadow of a doubt. Bert Leno had pulled off some great saves, but he was aided, certainly, by um, by the poor choices from uh, Mopé and Decoré up top for Everton. Um Mope did also did unfortunately receive a a plethora of abuse um from uh, from so-called fans for not scoring um and absolutely disgraceful um for sure. Um of course Everton did score but it was ruled out for um a foul on the goalkeeper um, more about goalkeepers fouling later. There is, There was so many times that Everton could have scored in this game. And Fulham maybe should have had two or three themselves. Uh, Everton could probably count a lot to themselves. Lucky it was only 1-0. Um, another day, Raul Jimenez would have put it back on net, and it would have been a comfortable 2-3-0 or win for Fulham. Um yeah, Fulham will be grateful for the points, for sure. Uh, but Everton... Pff, need to get... Need these do some work on the shooting range, for sure. Because they... Uh, if they weren't hitting the the bar or the post in this game and they hit the woodwork plenty of times, then they were hitting... They weren't hitting the back of the net. And Fulham had tap-in for their goal. And doesn't matter how it comes. it A goal's a goal. And right now, Everton... Uh, Staring down and more defeats. Yes, stand. (laughs) And now to the lot to the uh, the late game from 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 Saturday, which was Brighton versus Luton Town. Uh, Brighton have Abney, of course, um, reveling in last season's um, promotion um, to the European spots. came out the gates pretty quickly here against the playoff winners. Um Luton they let they let um say March sneak in for the first goal. Uh it was men against boys it felt like watching when I watched this When I watched the highlights for this. Um so this could quite easily have been a cricket score. Danny Wellbeck should have buried one early on as well. If lucky bounced straight into the goalkeeper. I say four-one is being very generous to uh, to um, uh, Luton here. Um, they did score um, for a penalty, which was given to them. The penalty that was given was given for Lewis Dunk um, for hitting his hand, which was behind him. Um, however, his hand was in, in, in a natural position, so uh, it was it was given as a uh, as a penalty. Um, letter of the law is being handed out. It's, it's, there's been a lot more clamping down on uh, on that sort of thing and VAR and such is helping out. In fact, I don't think VAR got a decision wrong this weekend apart from in one game which I will come to at the end. But yeah, Luton completing the, the trifecta of all the promoted sides losing on their opening day. I can't remember the last time that actually happened. Um, and Brighton... Um, Well, for uh, a little while at least, we're top of the league. Because, of course, the late, late game was Newcastle United hosting Aston Villa. Um, This game started like a house of fire. Um, Goals being scored at will in the first 16 minutes. It was 2-1 quite quickly. Um, Tonali seems to be about £50 He, given given what Moises Casido has just gone to Chelsea for, um, he's, he's like an absolute snip of £50 million. Um Scoring on his debut, assisting throughout. Um, Aston Villa would have had a lot of hope from uh, their, their new signing, Moussa Diaby, scoring so early on. But that was the last shining light for Aston Villa in this game. Um, a club who was on the rise towards the end of last season, um, after Jarve's departure, Unite Emery will be absolutely furious with this result. Um because they because Newcastle absolutely ripped them to shreds. Um Isaac, um and Tanali, um and Callum Wilson, those three together, they could literally destroy um most teams they come up against as long as they are solid at the back and with Nick Poping goal every chance of that. Villa um even with what I said, um, one of the best windows of anyone for the player they brought in, Pal Torres, it was a shocking performance from him from a defensive point of view. And, uh, one can only hope he did better, but they also, um, made it way too easy. Get, literally passing the ball, um, to Isaac in the six yard box almost. It was embarrassing, um, how bad they were defensively here in this game. And, uh, Newcastle um, are clear, uh, clear away top of the league after the first game. Not going really to make much difference. But Villa, pff, that's quite a heavy goal difference against them already. Into the Sunday games we go and we're going to start with a game which was a game of two halves in a way. In the first half Brentford versus Tottenham. Uh, Christian Romero got, picked up a head injury and then scored a header um, before being substituted in the in cele- during the celebrations due to concussion. And he had a concussion; he came off his eyes were glazed over, but he still was able to score before we came off. Which so he was not happy about coming off. Um, yeah, Romero being thumped off was a good was a, was a right decision for me. Um, we also then had Brentford then go two one up, making the most of. Um, a penalty, and of course, also making the most of, um, of, um, Whistler. um, getting a deflected shot in. If it hadn't been for Mickey Deven the new the new centre-half, it, the keyboard decided quite comfortably. Um, but, um, yeah, Tottenham went two and down until, um, at the other end, Emerson Royale, um, equalised about two minutes ago for half-time. It was a very, very stale second half after that, however. Um, In my personal opinion, um, given how exciting the first half was, um, second half really wasn't as exciting as it could have been. Um, I've seen way worse games, second halves, of course, but, yeah, I've seen better. Tottenham will be hoping for more, obviously. They could have had more. Brentford could have had the win as well, um, but one could also say that given that they've just um, let they just sold Harry Kane, they could quite they could um, go and um, get another striker to fill the gap. Um, Brentford could maybe feel a bit hard down by that Vicario um, didn't get sent off, at um, for the last moment um, challenge as the goalkeeper, but. Um I'm not losing a sleep on it, but I can see why it would be given since he didn't get the ball first. <laughs> on the second game on Super Sunday, um Chelsea Liverpool, we covered this live on um on the volley, um on HP one Media. Um It was as a Liverpool fan, it was pleasant to see Liverpool starting so quickly and so and so rapidly. It was great seeing um Gakpo, Diaz, and Salah uh working with Jota. Um Salah belting one against the crossbar um with his right foot. That was something which woke which woke the Liverpool um fans up. Um, McAllister also to Salah um, for the, for, the, for, the, for the first goal, which, um, which was converted by, um, Luis Diaz brilliantly. Um, but then, of course, um, Salah was meant to, was, well, I say meant to. Um, he, he, he did score, um, but then VAR correctly ruled him off for being marginally offside. Uh, the VAR decision on that side of things was absolutely right, and I have no complaints about it. Up at the other end, um, um Disarcy um was trying to um get Desarsi was able to get ahead and um and score past um Allison um when when Liverpool defence went to sleep um but the and then they went and then Chilwell got um the ball um m- 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 moments later and um scored but was given offside ...for the same very, very thin margin. Um, Chelsea, um, who've just spent a lot of money on new centre forwards... Um, ...and it was their defenders who was up there scoring the goals. I mean, Chilwell was at some point was the third man forward. Um, there were no more game goals in the game. It was very much a, um, a depleted second half um, in terms of chances... Um, it's very clear why both players, where well, both teams were trying to get a um, holding midfielder like Moises Casido, which Chelsea have now secured, um, because they've death, because both sides defensively um, not good in that area. Uh, Conor Gallagher played there for uh, Chelsea and he was left wanting several times. Uh, Liverpool were playing uh, McAllister and Sabotsalai in that. Rotating in that position and it didn't work at all, didn't work at all as far as I'm concerned. But it's still time for the train to be made. Uh, apparently, um, um, Lavia from Southampton allegedly is going to um Southampton and maybe from Southampton to Chelsea that may be out of date by the time this comes out. I'm not sure. Um, but um, one thing me and Dan were doing on the volley were we were drinking for any time there was a mention or sighting of Ben Doak. Drink for Doke seems to be a new thing we're going to be doing um, on the volley. So um, Ben Doke did come did come on, a youngster, um, way number fifty, and um, he, he got a few, he got don't He was he was extremely energetic. It was great to see. Uh, I will give a shout out to both new young leadership members um, on both sides. Um, Trent Alexander Arnold as vice captain for Liverpool. Um, he looked like a different player defensively um, on Sunday. Um, and Rhys James as captain of Chelsea, phenomenal, absolutely phenomenal performance. Um, I did award Alisson Man of a Match because Alisson kept it to 1-0 towards the end. Um, but, um, yeah, as a Liverpool fan, glad this one's out of the way and we can move on to other games. But, yeah, there is a lot to look forward to from uh, from, these, uh, from these two sides going forward. And then the last game of the weekend, which is for Monday Night Football, which is just before I, finished, I started recording this, actually. Uh, Man United versus Wolverhampton Wanderers. Um, Wolves, who trained around about 48 hours before the start of the season, um, Wolves, um, definitely were the better side on the night. Now, Man United ran out 1-0 winners, but that doesn't tell the full story. Um... Martinez had to be hooked because of a yellow card, and he was literally one tack away from ascending off. Um, Wolves kept breaking the offside trap, and if and Anana um, was very good at narrowing the angle, but they've their luck many, many, many times. Um, another, another, um, another team will punish Man United for this for sure. Um, the fact that when they subbed um, Martinez off. They didn't put on Maguire um, speaks a lot of volumes, but um, I'm quite surprised that for, that Wolves didn't start with Huang on the wing because when he came on, the game changed. The game absolutely 100 percent changed. Um, Anana towards the end um, made one of the most reckless decisions a keeper can do and completely wiped out um, a Wolves man, um, and as a result. I thought a penalty was going to be given by VAR. Um, VAR checked it and didn't overturn it. It was literally the equivalent to a spear by um, by Roman Reigns. Effectively, what happened? It was well. It was ridiculous. It was hard to believe it wasn't given, um, but given it was not. But uh, yeah, a little. Sh- I will give a little shout to uh, to to NATO as well from Wolves. He had a good game. Um, Anana kept a clean sheet, which is more than ahead on his debut. But at the same time, you gotta wonder why a person who was um, who who got the goal was Varane and not a not a um, and not a striker, but he was in the right place at the right time. Uh, Man United, as I said, will have much stronger. Um, opponents than this, um, and yet Wolves literally were running rings around their defenders. Another day that will be a defeat for Man United. They definitely have not shored up their defensive area. I would be quite concerned if I was a Manchester United fan. Um, they have spent a lot of money in this transfer window and they haven't bought in. Any real cover. In that defensive position. And that would worry me. Um, Wolves I think will be fine. As as, as I say. Um, But I don't see. um, I don't see it going against them. Too much. They'll They'll be fine. They'll be fine. So yeah guys. That's the first episode of the Volley Roundup Show. For week for week one of the uh, Premier League. Um, thank you for listening. This is not exactly how it's going to go every single time. Uh, there will be more people talking on the show than just me. I'm not great at doing uh, at doing solo shows, but I've done my best. Um, I will um, I will thank you all for listening again. Um, don't forget to check us out next weekend when we are covering the game on Saturday evening between... Tottenham Hotspur and Manchester United which should be a good game for sure um we will be, we'll be I'll be back um next well it'll be coming out on am hoping on Tuesday With for um with the next week of the volley um until then guys uh, don't forget to um follow us um wherever you get our podcasts obviously um don't forget to um follow the YouTube channel so you can always stay in touch when we go live um, follow Dan at Dan Griffin Twenty One. Um, follow Connor at Connor Knows Footy. Uh, Follow me at Mad UK. The show at The Volley Show, and um, obviously also follow uh, the network at SGP World Media. Uh, thank you so much for listening, guys. Um, I hope I haven't rambled too much and I've made some kind of coherent sense. Um, we'll be back next week. Uh, we're out of here.